He is tweeting. I always want attention. I know you're not talking to me, but I just feel like, <laughs> and I find that outrageous. Um, all right. Uh, so we're pulling everything up. Uh, everyone, welcome back uh, to uh, Community, the Tabletop RPG. Uh, this is the uh, second session of uh, Intro to Televised Roleplay, a Community Tabletop RPG. Uh, quote unquote, of my design, it's really just an adaptation of Lasers and Feelings, uh, even more specifically an adaptation of Boy Problems, the Carly Rae Jepsen RPG. Uh, but I've made it Community. Uh, and I'm joined by uh, many good friends here. Uh, and uh, a brief introduction to the game. Uh, the way that it works, it's not a traditional like D&D style game, if that's the RPG stuff that you're used to. Uh, it's uh, really much more role play based and there are two kinds of roles. Uh, rules, which is uh, technology, science, cold rationality, precise actions or feelings, which is intuition, diplomacy, seduction, passionate actions. Uh, and every player only has one number and they're either trying to roll higher than that number or lower than that number. Uh, and let's, uh, I will be uh, the DM here, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and we will start uh, introductions. Uh, introduce yourself and your character. We'll do it in the order uh, that you entered. So we can start with Elise. I think Elise might be muted. I hear Elise. Yeah, I cannot hear either. Oh no. Uh oh. Vamp for time. Here we go. All right. Well, uh, at least at least can troubleshoot. And yeah, we'll go to Alex. <laughs> we'll go to Alex. What? <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. I'm practicing my character. So mm. getting getting uh, in deep. Do you like to know a little bit about myself? Yes, please. Anything in particular? Uh, <laughs> height. Uh, grade point average. Oh, good God. <laughs> um, despite having an MBA, my grades, not great. So C's get degrees, as they say. Yeah, my girlfriend wasn't the only one with uh, 34 C's, if you know what I mean. Jesus. <laughs> <She's... laughs> uh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Really? Is that that bad? Good it's lord. Not, it's just unexpected. It's you, just Alex. unexpected. Oh, okay. yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's just it's a surprise. That's all right. Just... I'll cite my jokes. That's from Scrubs. So oh, I made, gotcha. made a joke from Scrubs. Um, <laughs> and I'll walk that back. Uh, <laughs> they were, anyway, no, I, I won't say that. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I'm Alex, and I really should hand this uh, microphone over to someone else, but uh, I'm from Six Seasons in a Podcast, one of the community podcasts, one of the many, many community podcasts, and uh, happy to be here. Um, hopefully, I'll have more moments like that where we can all laugh in horror. That's my goal. Uh, and uh, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the character that you'll be playing tonight? Uh, foot in his mouth, stoner. <laughs> and so right on the money <laughs> so so far so good and uh yeah my catchphrase is what so i don't know the different you know variations depending on the situation so yep uh great uh elise how are you sounding am i sounding yeah okay. you're sounding cool that was so weird since we were talking before <laughs> was weird and then as soon as you go live it was just like nope that's fine negatory 
Um, hi, I'm Elise. Um, I'm Princess Bilbo on like every single platform. Um, I am the playing the overachiever, which yes. you know really resonates with me, an <laughs> overachiever. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, uh, Jillian. All right, I am Jillian from Welcome to Greendale, one third of the co-host or the hosting team there. Um, I am going to be playing Dylan Cassidy, which if you were here last time, uh, I'm playing bringing back that same character who, uh, you know, has a penchant for random violence and uh, awkward heart dances. <laughs> uh, uh, Justin, this guy. Um, uh, I'll be playing a uh, Seth Doolittle, uh, no, uh, actually some relation more than you think. Uh, I'm a, a bumbling stoner and, uh, I, I deal in exotic pets to deal up with the crippling debt I've gotten on Neopets. Ah, uh, yes, Neopets. <laughs> uh, we're, we're really timely uh, here. Uh, oh, I'm seeing breaking news. Trump has been banned from Neopets. He's lost all of his Neopets. Uh, they're going uh, to starve. Yes, Neopets are going to be atrophied. He actually, he's also been banned from Tamagotchi. So those those bad boys, uh, they're going all, Offline. Yeah, his Tamagotchis have been confiscated. Uh, and uh, last but not least, uh, Tori. Hello, I'm Tori. You guys can call me either Gail or Tori. I'm Gail Fox on almost all platforms. Um, and I will be playing the new kid. Uh, her name is Tiffany, but she accidentally had a professor call her Triffany and she was too shy to correct them. So now everyone knows her as Triffany or just Triff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay beautiful um i'm going to attempt to call you all by your character names when interacting but i will fail at that uh but if you want to put that in your little zoom uh icon name uh that would be fantastic uh so first we need to collectively build together uh why all five of you are a group uh, it can be a collective class or a club or something of that, or a sports team, I guess, if that's what you wanted to do. Uh, uh, but uh, any ideas for why we're all gathered here today? Mm, I'm okay with being in, all, in a class together. Part of me wants to be in like an exotic animals class with Seth. Because <laughs> me personally, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Okay. Okay. Exotic, so exotic you're a study animals? group for exotic animals class? I'll or at least it. basic biology. Start small first. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and exotic animal dealing is 201. Biology is 101. Uh, it's a bit right. of a jump. There's some summer reading required. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Greendale, of course, has its famous exotic animal dealing program uh, that it is renowned for. Uh, so that that all checks out. Uh, okay, so we are a uh, biology study group with an emphasis on exotic animal culture. Fantastic. Now we need to build our collective space. 
Uh, so what is your hangout, your study room equivalent? Uh, for comparison, last time we used the study room from the TV show community, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is an option on the table, uh, but we could also have somewhere else that we hang out. Mm, what are some options? You I mean, the courtyard behind you. Yeah, you could be hanging out on the quad uh, in beautiful, sunny Colorado. Uh, <laughs> where it never gets cold enough to wear very never. oversized jackets. No. Never. Never. Uh, oh, there's the uh, there's the bike park. Like the, the place where people park their bikes. We can hang there. You hang out at the bike well, rack. Sit at the bike rack? <laughs> yeah, the bike rack. <laughs> the bike rack. Uh, cool. Uh, any other pitches before we decide between those two? That'll work well because I sleep in my car. This is autobiographical and I, I'm a commuter, so I go to school and don't go to my classes and sleep in my car instead of going to classes. So <laughs> that'll be parked right next to the bike racks. Yeah, so you're okay, bike rack. And I actually and I actually arrived by horse. Oh, okay. And you hitch it. You you hitch it to the bike rack. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have the most yeah, yeah, I, yeah. My I, I just have a horse and a feet with, with a feed bag tied to the bike well, rack. Be busy for eight hours. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you've given it like a little, uh, uh, like a pail of hay to eat yeah. gradually throughout the day. Right. And, and then, yeah, you'll... <laughs> and a very large camel pack so okay. it can like drink whenever it wants. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we are a biology study group that hangs out at the bike rack. Excellent. Uh, now we have to pick... Uh, two strengths for our home base and one flaw <laughs> with our home beast. I'm actually going to go ahead and say the flaw is that it is a bike rack and it is outside. Uh, I, so I, guys, I say no flaw. <laughs> <laughs> I see no, I see no strategic uh, problems occurring from hanging out at a bike rack. Uh, so now we need to pick two strengths. Uh, I have some options or someone could conjure them. Uh, I think one of the strengths might be horse, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, horse? Question mark. Horse. Yeah, like mobility. Horse. Quick mobility. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, yeah. One one strength automatically, just based on what we've chosen, is mobility. Like you have get out vehicles. One of them is horse. One of them is car, <laughs> which is sort of the horse of the road. And then I has some shit. We can we can also break free some bikes and. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone has yeah. bolt cutters in their inventory, you, you can know, make that work. Books, binders, backpack, bolt cutters. It's the, the four Bs. Bs. <laughs> the four Bs of college. The four Bs of college. Uh, great. So we're going to go ahead and call that a, uh, a vehicle cache. Uh, some other option. One more. Uh, we got one more strength. Uh, I'm going to rule out fortified barriers because that doesn't work. Uh, known only to you. Is this a secret bike rack? Um, there are actually uh, many ways to get in. So instead of being like around an alley, is it sort of in an open place? Uh, or does an ally live there? Uh, at the bike rack? I mean, at the bike rack. Bike rack Johnny. Uh, <laughs> bike rack Johnny. Bicycle Bertha. Does she live there? Um, you know, it's actually where questions. Starburns is hanging out right now. Eunice cycle. Yeah. yeah. Eunice cycle. 
eunuch cycle, a, uh, a high-voiced bald man that hangs out at the bike rack, eunuch cycle. Uh, anyone have any strong feelings about any of these? I think these are all great. Um... Oh my I think we could workshop this for another five ten minutes. This is, this is great content. Let's keep on going. <laughs> yeah, this this is good content. Uh, uh, penny farthing. <laughs> what I like was, penny farthing. Yeah. What was the uh, name of the Marvel villain that rolled around on a penny farthing, and he was like Rock D Feller or something? <laughs> <like that. laughs> Marvel villain Penny Farthing. <laughs> Googling it. Uh, I have to know. This is, uh, this is pertinent information. Yeah, this is this is. Oh, it's like way of D future or something. It's something <laughs> so stupid, but I can't find it. Uh, well, I, I recommend that this bike rack is located outside the cafeteria for obvious, like. Reasons. Reasons, reasons of access reasons access yep. and closeness okay to chicken fingers and whatnot yeah um i am uh, absolutely fine with that so it is in close proximity to the cafeteria yeah okay uh fantastic and again for uh in case anyone forgot uh there is a horse here uh, and <laughs> its problem is that it is outside. <laughs> its problem is that it is very exposed. Uh, but that that works. <clears throat> so, uh, any other uh, questions, character creation stuff before we begin the session in earnest? All right. I did have a question about the number. So we just pick any number between two and five. Yes, it's any number between two and five, and that is your one number and when you roll you might need to get above or below that number depending on what kind of roll you're doing so if you pick a high number it will be much easier to do focused rules-based planning rolls and if you pick a low number it will be much easier to do feeling spur of the moment emotion-based stuff okay that was my only question. Yeah, I, I don't need to like, I'm not going to keep keep track of your own number. It is one number. Uh, and then just tell me whether or not you've gotten above or below it when you when you roll. Um, okay, and if that's... Gucci. <clears throat> if that be all, then we shall begin. Uh, we open on a flash forward, a destroyed Greendale campus garbage can fires, things thrown hither and yon, all that loose paper that's usually tossed around when Greendale is in crisis, loose paper <laughs> everywhere. And it's all in complete, utter disarray, uh, where once a horse stood attached to a bike rack is now a horse skeleton, uh, where <laughs> uh, Lars, Lars's car, yeah, still, still standing, stand. bolt upright. Uh, <laughs> Lars's car is on fire. Uh, whether or not Lars was in it is up to anyone's guess. And slowly, as the camera moves and cuts to black, it says, one hour earlier. Uh. <laughs> the gang is hanging out at the bike rack uh, discussing the uh, biology class or whatever off-topic conversation uh, of the day. Guys, where do we get a giant uh, uh, horse skeleton? 
Oh no, it's from my cousin Tony. He needed to uh he had some bones he had to lay off. The giant horse skeleton is already there. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought we flash forward. No, we we just flashed oh, one back one hour earlier. Yeah, so uh, I'm saying. Yeah. Well, no, no, I know, I know, no. Okay, no. There's the horse, and then there's a heap of unarranged horse bones that I am just gesturing towards. So we got to put this horse skeleton together. Do we? Is are it, we sure we want to do it here at the bike rack? We have the horse to scale. That, that's Why a very very good that? point. That's a good point, and I hate that that's a good point. <laughs> Why do you have Hey, I know animals. Like, like, how did you get a horse? This seems disturbing. Do you kill horses in your spare time? Oh, no, God, no, that's, uh, there's good money in that, but no, I'm not qualified. That's why I'm getting my degree. Horses pretty much kill themselves pretty regularly. They All they have to they... do is fall and break their leg, and then that's it. Yeah, I'm so actually surprised horses lived as long as they did, and they're still here. They must no. breed a lot. No, that's not how any of this works, but hopefully <laughs> we'll learn that in our biology textbook. So let's just open it up and go ahead and look at the skeleton di diagram in the book so we can hurry up and finish this project, okay? Just as Brooke is about to begin studying in earnest, you hear a call as if the intercom system has been hijacked. There's static, this, this fog that rips through, again, Greendale's ever-present intercom system, which I've never been to a college that has, but they have. And uh, you, you, you hear this fuzz, and then a, a voice says, Greendale students. Today will be the day of your reckoning. And then the static cuts out. Um, and you hear a shuffling near you. The, the campus has gone quiet. Everyone's looking around trying to find... Uh, they know the source. It came from, again, Greendale's many loudspeakers. But they're looking around trying to suss out what has just occurred. Is this another classic Greendale prank? Uh, or is this something worse? Is this about to be a genre episode? And you hear a shuffling near you as these these wheels are, are the these churning plastic wheels are moving near you. And you, you look over just off beyond clearing the side of the horse, uh, you see this figure with a rolling chair scrapped to each foot, sort of roller skating towards all of you. Now, Dylan, let's you and me uh, do a fun uh, exercise together. In theory, in theory, what would a darkest timeline version of Dylan look like? What a darkest timeline Dylan version of Dylan look like? Yeah, um, let's let's imagine what has happened to Dylan okay. in say a darkest timeline scenario. So her hair would be uh, cut, but like her, you know what? We're just gonna go full Furiosa. Her head's just shaved. Cool. Um, uh, she is uh, wearing um, Jinko jeans. Um, Okay. And a, uh, <laughs> she's wearing Jinko jeans and a crop top. 
Um, she uh, has a scar running down on her cheek. Um, and she uh, has... Hmm. And she has uh, a... Uh, she's and she's got like full full gothic makeup on her face. This fucking nineties ass baggy legged version of Dylan has just rounded the corner on rolling chair, like rolling office chair blades, um, and uh, is approaching you. There, uh, she's clutching in one hand a figure you would recognize as psychology professor Ian Duncan. And this sinister Dylan looks upon all of you and says, you, all of you, you did this to me. Gestures, Jinko jeans. <laughs> Dylan, I didn't know you had a twin. I don't, who the f are you? And it was bleeped out because it's network television. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, time. yeah, darkest uh, DT Dylan looks at you and says, I'm you from the near future after the events of today. And this, she points to Duncan, who's going, is an example I'm about to make. My timeline was ruined because of the events of today. And now I'm here to ruin all of you. What? Uh, and um, I'm just gonna, cause I, this is weird. Uh, I'm just gonna shove her from her wheeled, her wheeled, uh, like her wheelie uh, apparatus. <laughs> Try and take her down. All right, I need a feelings roll. One d six. I got a two, and my number's two. Okay, so you have activated the Greendale effect. You can ask yes. me any one question about the current state of things. Oh goodness, I don't know much about the current state of things at the moment. Um, <laughs> are there other time darkest timeline versions of us around there are now they've freshly arrived but they are here and okay. they uh are about they're planning something obviously okay. okay all right uh a two is a uh success and it's a it's a, a mild success so you get up to uh, darkest timeline Dylan and you give her a little shove uh, and she and her office chair sort of and topple back over onto the parking lot uh, and it hurts you know that's you're gonna get scraped up uh, that's no good uh, and uh, but uh, Dylan you've sort of like lost balance in this in this uh, acrobatic uh, move and uh, for record Ian Duncan has also fallen to the ground he's like oh and he sense. falls down yeah <laughs> he's, it's, it, that's fine yeah, that's fine. Um, you, that's the last thing you're ever going to do. Well, wait, if you do that, then won't you disappear? That's how timelines work, right? right? I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to ruin you, turn you into gestures again. 
this. This. Why do you want to make other people wear jinkos? Because I was forced to wear jinkos. And this cannot be allowed to stand. I cannot be the only one wearing jinkos. Sorry, I made this a jinko joke and now I can't. Um. Yep. <laughs> And so then uh, Dylan is going to walk over. And so so uh, Darkest Timeline, Dylan's on the ground, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to walk over and I'm going to like kneel over her with like one foot on her and be like, what the hell is going on? Stop speaking in damn riddles and just say what happens. Uh, Dylan has a sort of semi-futuristic wrist thingy. It looks like a leather wrist cuff, but it's a wrist thingy. Uh, and it, and it blinks and, um, it says, activating, floor is lava, protocol. And suddenly this 3D grid spreads out across, like, the, the top two inches of, of, uh, ground level. And you can see off across the quad this, like, growing red simulation moving and moving closer and closer to all of you. Everyone on my car! I jump on the car. <laughs> yes, does I this, do jump on Does the this car. happen often? <laughs> I too jump on the car. Brooke is yeah. also joining on the car. Seth, are you car or horse? Uh, car. Okay. Uh, so uh, the the five of you uh, climb atop. What kind of car is this? Uh, a Volkswagen Sirocco. <laughs> okay. Let me uh, Google <laughs> Volkswagen Sirocco. Sir. Sir, 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 ah, okay, yeah, that's that's about the kind of car I was picturing a sort of a, a mid level driving car. Uh, uh, Lars, you would notice there are now suddenly like foot dents all over your car, but that is truly the least of your worries. Uh, as this, uh, what appears to be in every way, shape, and form. Uh, lava now dominates the ground of Greendale's campus, and it and it hisses and it fizzes and it buzzes and it pops. Um, Darkest timeline, Dylan has sort of been subsumed underneath this level of lava, uh, and you notice as their office chairs start to sink beneath uh, the <laughs> the the level of the lava. Uh, and Darkest timeline, Dylan does a little Terminator two, but it's a finger instead of a thumb <laughs> and, it, and it disappears slowly beneath the lava and rude. The, so rude <laughs> it's no way uh and the the announcement picks up again and is like if you want to stop the darkest timeline you must stop all of us at the greendale thunderdome now, all of you would know that the Greendale uh, Thunderdome is no short jaunt from uh, your your bike rack. Uh, and to avoid your darkest timeline future, you will need to defeat the darkest timeline version of yourselves. Right now, you are on top of a Volkswagen Sirocco. Now, did... So, so Dylan 
did, did she just disappeared or did she is she defeated by the lava that um is not possible for you to know at this point whether okay. or not you actually die when you go into the lava um but dylan and professor duncan uh who did not get a line in edgewise uh have now <laughs> have now been cleared they are beneath the lava surface and you can neither see nor hear them at this okay. time okay okay um, the horse is not enjoying any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't think we're going to need that uh, those bones of the horse. If that, uh, what's your name? Horse's name? Seth Doolittle. Oh, uh, oh, the horse's name is uh, David DeCultney. <laughs> I don't think David's going to need. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to set up that, those bones because uh, he's going to get burned real quick. Should we slap him on the, the butt and get him out of here? Well, no, someone, I, no, the, David can handle two of us if two of us, if anyone wants to get on the horse with me. I don't want to say lighten the load on the car. Can the horse even move through lava or is it, what are the rules? What's going on? I don't know. This, this never happened like at my old school. Is this like Looper or Back to the Future? Uh, I'm I'm confused too. One of you might have to find the answer to this information. Uh, uh, but we are going to do now a sort of, uh, I will allow each of you in a sort of time-lapse. Uh, you can don a sort of lava world persona if you want. You know, you can you can come up with some wild, crazy style for yourself in the lava world if that is something that you would like to do. I using the stuff found in Lars's car. That's I mean your own backpack <laughs> in Lars's car. So you have bolt cutters. Um, <laughs> uh, that could be part of your aesthetic. Uh, but anyone that wants to sort of Mad Max themselves out right now is perfectly welcome. Yeah, um, like you, you turn to the you turn to the horse, and whenever you come back, like Dylan has like her hair up in like a faux hawk ponytail that's like super yes. teased. Yes. Um, somehow she's gotten a few more earrings around the her like cuff earrings around her ear. Um, where there was once no nail polish, there is now black nail polish. And um, she is has on, uh, she was already wearing like boots and leather, like faux leather leggings, but uh, now there's like some holes in them and um, there's like a ripped up t-shirt that she's wearing. Hey guys, help yourself to my dead mom's stuff. It's all good. <laughs> what was your dead mom's style? What was her flavor? Uh, what her flavor. The, what Dylan just described. Oh, okay. <laughs> your mom. Your mom was like an old biker chick. Yeah. That rules. <laughs> no, just Katie Seagal from Sons of Anarchy. Like. Exactly right. Yeah. So you have. Uh, so uh, we have established you have anything that Dylan would have in his car. Anything that would have been in your own backpack, um, or an old biker chick's clothes. <laughs> Um, I, I sorry. I was gonna ask if we all wanted blackmail polish because I think it'd just be funny when we like camera turns back if like Brooke will be putting like blackmail polish on everyone's <laughs> fingers really fast, <laughs> just in the line, little assembly yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. And someone has to do her left hand because she's not good at, or her right hand because she's uh, right-handed. <laughs> That's uh, so we are, like all that. are committed to having blackmail polish. 
Yes. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? You can also, you can bank it. You can save it if you want to. Uh, I'll probably and... keep it simple. Just put on like a leather stud choker. Great. And a, uh... Leaning into that, uh, the whole animal look. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, tiger stripes. Uh, I want my face done up like at a kid's birthday party, but I'm a tiger. <laughs> well, that's an option at the kid's birthday party. You have a little, yeah. you have a little tiger stripes. Uh, yeah, it's the same design as the Darth Maul, but it's just orange instead of yes, instead of black. Exactly. Uh, great. Uh, okay. Any anyone else? You can also bank this and tell me later if you want uh, some time to really work this out. Triff is gonna really lean into her new girl invisibility, and she's going to don a whole bunch of like layers and like flowy hoods, <laughs> but it's all. It's many coats leather because <laughs> many coats and some weird final fantasy belts kind of yeah. looped in and you're like this one too belt many belts this belt goes from shoulder to hip what is it holding <laughs> it that, that was my dead dad's stuff so that's cool <laughs> oh my cool condolences she's yeah. gonna put on uh a big old biker face mask so all you can see is her little very worried eyes but uh that's what i'm going to do oh and fingerless gloves so you can always see my nail polish wait lars was your dad's style all just coats and belts he was really into final fantasy yeah. You know, those long biker times on the trail, you know, when you would pull over oh, to a stop, wait. you pull out your Game Boy Advance and play a little, play oh, a little I know. Final well, He would ride on the back. Final Fantasy, but I want a full uh, black duster, like a real Sephiroth duster. Yes. Good. Great. You have a uh, Sephiroth duster. The wistfulness duster. of, like, the fa- Final Fantasy and, like, the absurdity, like, again, next to Gemma Teller, like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, this is how we separate this from uh, the Community Lava World episode is that ours is very JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> ours, ours is remarkably Square Enixified, and I love that for us. Uh, fantastic. Uh, so now we have entered, our, our party is gathered, uh, and uh, now astride a uh, Volkswagen Sirocco uh, and uh, with your noble steed in tow, uh, your Lava World adventure can truly begin. Wait, wait, guys. And I, I have, I'm normally wearing one of those, you know, multicolored drug rug, as they're called. I don't know what they're really called. You know, those. Yeah, the, uh, what, like a hemp, uh, hemp. hoodie. Yeah, hemp I know hoodie what you mean. Yeah, drug rug. It. I know everyone here knows. Yeah. <laughs> I change it into a black one instead. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking sick, dude. <laughs> uh, Twisted. Well, you know, I, I, I wore this one when I attended my parents' funeral. So mm. this is meaningful. This is my formal drug rug. <laughs> this, is, this is my grieving drug rug. Uh, absolutely. Rook will have random braids, like very much like Riku from Final Fantasy specifically <laughs> 10 2. So it's just random braids in her hair. And um, <laughs> she'll she'll have a leather jacket. And can I say can I say she has like a little sewing kit in yes. her bag? And she like kind of like rips up her pants a little bit because you gotta <laughs> make sure she looks a little punk. Teases the threads just yeah, just, just, just a, a little, little bit. Just spray it up a little bit. Spray it up a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, she it's like a like you know like a pocket size little sewing kit that has like 
black, white, and red thread and one mm-hmm. needle. And like, that's it with the <laughs> little sea ripper. Oh, fucking phenomenal, everyone. Good uh, job. Uh, and uh, now you would know that the, the Greendale Thunderdome is uh, separated by quite a bit of uh, campus. I would say there's the possibility for two or three encounters between here and there, time permitting. Uh, and uh, But uh, truly, the campus is your oyster for how you want to go about this lava world escapade. The floor truly is yours. All right, I actually have an idea. If I look over at the bikes on the bike rack, do I see any of them sinking or do they seem pretty stable in place? Uh, they are stable. They are, they are not uh, sinking. Okay, and how far up is the lava compared to the bikes? Uh, the, the lava is, um, it's, it's beneath seat level. It's sort of kissing the top of the wheels on these bikes. Okay. Okay. So not enough for us to put pet, like we can't pedal, but we do have wheels theoretically beneath the lava. I would say that... If, if the darkest timeline is playing fair by the rules of the floor is lava, you could get on the bike and ride it and you could be okay. It's really just the floor that is lava. Interesting, okay. And we have those bolt cutters. I think I have an idea. All right, so the Thunderdome is how far away? Uh, it's... Uh basically on the other side of campus from where you are right now, but it's a community college campus. So like a 15 minute unimpeded walk. Uh, if you, if you again encountered nothing and no one between here and there, uh, it's not very far. It's community college. Okay. So I'm going to turn to the group and I, uh, so the, it's only the floor that's lava, right? So what if we just got on the bikes and, rode over to the Thunderdome. That seems like a pretty safe idea, right? Like that's not breaking any rules or anything? Don't Don't know any rules beside from there seems to be lava on the floor. Like You killed the rules giver. My my doppelganger (laughs) didn't seem to be talking in more than like random riddles about a foretold future she was trying to start. She didn't really get the chance to! (laughs) (laughs) She got killed pretty quick! Uh, So... Um, Are the chairs that she she was using, are those still... Can we still see them? The the chairs are the only thing that you can still notice from that uh, foray. The humans are gone, but the chairs remain. Are there bones still there? There appear to be little JPEGs of bones in that general area. <laughs> Bone.jpg is, is hanging out there. Because maybe we can take some, take those chairs too and like, if you have some bungee cord, Lars, we can just attach them to the uh, bikes so we can have them just in case, you know, pile up on some good Kind chairs. of like sled mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Or just save them for later in case we need them. The How bungee? many bikes are on the bike rack? 
Uh, there are, did any of you ride your bike to campus today? That's a good question. Mm, I, I think Brooke would. Okay, so Brooke, like you have a bike. nice fitness. Yeah. Squeeze it in fitness when you would otherwise be in a car. It's, it's a perfectly yeah. logical place to place it. Mm -hmm. Also, I did that when I went to community college. I biked a lot. Bada bing. Um, all right, so Brooke has a bike. That's one bike. I would say there's two more bikes, and it's up to y'all whether or not they are your bikes. You know your characters. Would they have biked to school today? I think Dylan Triff say would... no. Sorry, go ahead. Triff would live in the dorms, but no one knows that she lives in the dorms. <laughs> okay, so mm -hmm. Triff is a dorm squatter. Uh, and, uh, okay, uh, so no bike for Triff. Uh, Seth rode a horse, of course, and Lars, of course, got in a car. Uh, Lar car. <laughs> uh, and that's how you remember it. It's a mnemonic device. Uh, and so uh, so there are two bikes that are uh, under chain lock that would have to be broken, but Brooke does have a bike. Right. Um, so in order for us to transport, four more of us need to like figure out if Brooke, is, if Brooke has a bike, so Brooke can do that. Seth yes. has this horse. If he decides he wants to try and ride his horse through the school. Uh, we have two other bikes and Lars's car. Okay, before we go taking off bikes and stuff. Lars, is your car running today? Yes. Sorry for the long pause. That was dramatic. <laughs> I was waiting. Like how like Lars had to kind of like think about it, just like. like yeah, while, you've it's all been, fixed. while you've all been yes. talking, I've been taking hits. Every <laughs> every engine light is on. Like all of the oh, dashboard yeah. lights are on, but the car theoretically does run. Okay. Could we try driving Lars's car? around to be closer to the Thunderdome? Did everyone just pile in all at once? Yeah, I mean, there's only five of us. I've got a bike yeah. rack on the back of my you car. Oh, yeah, oh, I see, I see. Can <laughs> we can I want to make sure, bikes. because I don't want anyone else stealing my bike, I won't be okay with that. <laughs> Let's take it with us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So, so Brooke might bike alongside. Is what I, is the energy I'm getting? Let's see. Brooke is biking alongside. Seth is riding the horse alongside. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so then let's steal these other two bikes, put them on the back of Lars's bike rack. Yep. And try and ride the car over to the Thunderdome. Okay. Um. So it, you know anyone with a proper amount of time could break a bike lock with a set of bolt cutters. So I'm not going to make y'all roll uh, for that. Um, it, it takes some maneuvering, takes some doing to kind of like hang on top of the bike rack and like slice it and then sort of like pass the bikes backward <laughs> so that you are never uh, indeed touching the ground. Uh, but you, you all, you all make it work. You have, you have enough time. Uh, however, as you are lashing up the last bike, how do you attach those things? Lashes, bungee cords? <laughs> um, 
Any, anyone's guess. I think it's got um, like a little hook thing. This is like a hook thing oh, that you like oh. put the tires in and it like loops over or something. Yeah. Hook we do thing. have plenty of belts to fasten everything together. Yeah, it's true. We still have belts. <laughs> Many it's anime cool. belts. You'd think by the sheer number of belts you're already wearing, you're out of belts. No, sir. Oh. No. A little known fact. Belts my, for my days. Dad, my dad is a bungee king. Well, was. Rest in peace. The bungee king of Denver. So uh, that's why I have all these bungee cords in the back of my car. And that's no small feat. There are many opting for that crown. There is a Game of Thrones for the fucking bungee, bungee king title. Can I actually borrow like the two of like the thickest bungees? And I'm going to hook them to one of my belts and I'm going to use them as grappling hooks. Oh, that's so cool. Lars has no disagreement man. Yeah. All right. So uh, you have now added two big quotes, grappling hooks to your inventory. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, so excellent. And as you have bungeed uh, using these uh, noble bungees to uh, the bike rack, uh, you've uh, begun to hear. You hear the banging of trash can lids, and you 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 hear uh, some real dramatic fanfare surrounding uh, your little bike rack, um, and uh, a, a this uh, circling all around you uh, are uh, many many bodies and beings uh, uh, sort of uh, wrapping themselves again using the rolling chair apparatus to to sort of duck and weave and move their way around you in an intimidating post-apocalyptic circle um, and uh, clearing from their ranks the first to address you uh, you would recognize as uh, drama professor Sean Garrity but now he's sort of playing a really post-apocalyptic version of himself children I'm afraid I can't let you leave Why? are you gonna expand upon that well, as you're all well aware, I'll take any part in any production. And I have been hired by these darkest timeline goons to use my drama department to ensure that none of you leave. Uh, and uh, watching these festivities from uh, a, a close way, uh, by, uh, by the flagpole, uh, is uh, the darkest timeline version of let's say Triff. Triff, let's build a Darkest Timeline version of yourself. Okay. Uh, this Triff, Darkest Timeline, is standing very menacingly and very just like, here I am out in the open, like no holes barred. Uh, very confidence, uh, also in leathers and belts out the wazoo. Uh, she's got some like crazy pigtails going, kind of like, like a fiery, poofy fashion. And she's got some like hardcore rocker makeup, like anything loud she's got on. So she's definitely visually drawing attention to herself. So yeah, think of like the loudest thing you can think of in terms of attire, which I'm going to throw on a... Uh, drama department's uh, suit, like a suit jacket, but in an incredibly loud paisley pattern. Wow. Powerful. 
powerful. You're wearing yes. post-apocalyptic versions of those shoes that light up when you take a step, but they're like <laughs> menacing <laughs> lights. Oh. And it all can be found in your local green room. <laughs> yes, exactly. The drama department has all of this. Uh, and uh, actually, you we, we see step out from behind the flagpole atop a hell steed, the darkest timeline version of Seth Doolittle. Seth, what would Craven, the darkest time uh, uh, straight, oh, just straight up Craven the Hunter uh, you know <laughs> I've got like giraffe skin pants gator skin like uh, my boots are gator heads uh, snake belt um, let's see uh, action, uh, like cheetah duster and I'm wearing an actual like tiger head mask like the fur Taxidermied like tiger Hercules. head as a mask. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Hercules, but a tiger. Okay. Uh, excellent. Uh, and so I these... wield a giant elephant tusk as a weapon. Oh, that's fucked up. You're a fucked up guy. In Courtesy the of the prop department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ivory hunters uh, here at Greendale. Uh, that's an elective uh, summer course. Uh, oh. So those two darkest timeline versions are watching from the side to see how this shakes out with their hired guns of the drama department. Okay. All right. And so they're just going around in wheelie chairs and stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's see here. Are um, you guys just mad we didn't come to your last production? There was a production? Yeah, didn't they do uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? Yes. And now you'll be Cat on a Hot Tin Parking Lot. I would have thought car roof, but that's good too. Damn. Damn. Can we get a rewrite? Can we talk to the script writing major and get a rewrite? <laughs> My dialogue. Uh, Lars, do you have like, I don't know, you got random shit in your car. Do you have marbles or rocks or anything we can throw in front of these people? I know a guy. All right, he's calling in <laughs> the stoner's uh, special ability in a church, Britta, uh, where you know one shady individual that can get you basically anything you want. Guys, I know the most screwed up, messed up dude. And marbles you're looking for, marbles we can get. His name's Jeremiah. He's a 10-year-old boy. But he's the best collector <laughs> of, of marbles ever. So uh, what, now, what do we have to trade to get the marbles? I mean, he's not going to just give them up. Or is uh, he? Is this PG-13? <laughs> uh, this uh, is... Uh, I, I can give him some of my, my, my stash. Wait, is that is that legal? Shit. It's definitely not legal. Yeah. <laughs> like, like your Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, like your Pokemon card Pokemon. stash. Your stash of <laughs> you know collectible off. Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. cards. Magic the like, Gathering, <laughs> man. Don't you know? Yeah. Um, I mean We're in the uh, darkest timeline. This is the darkest timeline. You're this still is what coming to. This is it could be. It's not yet. Uh, so you, anyway, uh, Jeremiah can get you what you need, but you have to call Jeremiah or text Jeremiah. How are you getting in contact with Jeremiah? 
Yeah, we'll we'll just text him. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear that text. Do you have like an old flip phone? <laughs> you have to press uh, the number you think like stoners three have times. iPhone twelves. Yeah, you you get a text back that you're like, okay, got it. Beep boop 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 beep boop boop boop. I know what that means. That means bring the marbles to the parking lot. Got it. <laughs> um, we're we're and, trading my stash for his stash. And like a whisper, my pogs, guys. Okay, oh, thank just, you. I think I think <laughs> there was a misunderstanding previously. Should hope so. Uh, there's a like a whisper on the wind. You 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 start hearing a faint grinding and a shifting, and then like a glimmer in the dawn on a razor scooter rides Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> off, off the he he strides up the handy camp ramp getting just a little bit of air and and glides across this lava filled greendale campus paying it no mind jeremiah is a cool kid uh and he cuts a line vroom, straight through the darkest timeline grinds his razor scooter to a halt holds out a a, a little baggie one of those like felt baggies that kept marbles in and says here's your stuff chief I reach into my tennis bag (laughs) (laughs) I reach reach into my pocket to find my golden pog of Alf (laughs) and I say this kid Jeremiah was chewing on some bubble tape and he like his mouth hangs open and the bubble tape falls out you know what this meant to me. Here it is. This was your dad's pog. Are you sure you want to part with this? I'll find a way to get it back. That's not ominous at, or at all. I'm just saying. Sounded <laughs> ominous. <laughs> find a way to get it back. I will ten year old. It sounded okay. I'm just saying, like, you get a lot of trouble if you hit me in the next six years. <laughs> like a lot of trouble. Uh, anyway, guys, this is lakes. my little brother. Oh, yeah. What's <laughs> up? So, I'm Jeremiah Dunleavy. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Jeremiah. He, all right, cool. And he flips his hat backwards and <laughs> razors cool kid, out of huh? there. It's a pretty cool kid, I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> that was a cool kid. Cool I am. Yeah. The coolest kid I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, take, like, I take mental notes. Somehow his like razor scooter is like leaving a dust trail. Like it's just like the most incredible, beautiful little child you've ever seen in your whole life. Uh, and he uh, rides back off uh, and the, the darkest timeline pays him no heed. Uh, and so now it is uh, the, now it's the five of you plus marbles. And uh, now you have marbles. Someone asked for these and I hold up the bag. It's kind of glowing almost. Yeah, it has the light of the lava simulation is like catching the felt. It's really, it's like kind of got this glow to it, the sheen. All right. So we have options. We can roll it in front of them, try and like dislodge them from their wheelies. Or we can try and chuck it, or we can chuck them at their heads. Marbles hurt, man. The point of like David did to Goliath. That's that's the point. We just start chucking them at their heads because I mean that's what I want to do. And they'll fall on the ground eventually, and they might wheel over them. So let's just go ahead and throw them at them first. 
I like the way you think, Trish. Maybe half of them at least on the ground so they can the wheels can get caught in them and they can fall down and then the rest we can throw because I don't trust my aim. Pours out half. Here you go, Brooke. Thanks. Do we have one of those like big thumb thumb ones that were like that big around? Oh yeah. Oh, no. Jeremiah head, didn't the, bring. Yeah. And in my head, that's didn't the size the these thumb. marbles are. It's yeah. like those big honking. The mashers. That, like, yeah. Is that what they're right. actually called, or mashers? You got yeah. mashers. You got cat's eyes. Uh, you all got I know is cat's eyes. Wheelie dealies. You got tricky the little willies. spirally ones. Uh, constant yeah. comment. Yeah, constant <laughs> comment. Uh, I'll have sleepy time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we all we love Scott Pilgrim versus now? the world. Yeah, exactly. No, we're talking about marbles. Yeah, we're talking about marbles. Uh, you know, Earl Grey marbles. You know, uh, it's 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 all it's all the same deal. Uh, great. Uh, so, who wants to take an action? What are we doing here? Brooke is gonna go ahead and just like toss the marbles. Like she's trying to toss them as far as she can onto the ground so that their the wheels will get caught in them and they can stumble and fall. Excellent. Uh, so I would call Before this Before we a... go into battle. Yes. Can I say an incantation? Uh, you can. Anyone can. in a dead man's chest, yo-ho, and a bottle of rum. Drink and the devil had gone to the rest, yo-ho, and a bottle of rum. Okay. I the, do song, the song of battle. It's everyone uh i i don't this game this game does not have um <laughs> like any inspiration uh type systems uh but i will allow everyone for this encounter to roll with uh advantage uh you uh and we'll call that you can do one re-roll for the drama encounter you can right. you can do one re-roll i knew it was worth it i pulled out the yeah. incantation you're the fucking bard of the party congratulations <laughs> <laughs> uh all right uh so uh brooke you are going to take your your marbles and sort of cast them out yes okay uh so this is a rules-based roll so uh two d6 and you are trying to get um rules is low wait yeah wait uh yeah you want to get below your number sorry this is the first real roll of the campaign Okay, so I roll two d6s. Mm-hmm. One of them is below and one of them is above. Okay, uh, so that is a, a mild success. Uh, so you have, uh, you've cast your marbles out into a, a circle around you uh, and they're not as well scattered or laid out as you would have wanted them to be. But of, let's say, 10 drama students, not including Garrity, uh, you have knocked one of them. One of them goes a tumbling uh, down and and does a, a nice stage fall uh, into <laughs> onto the ground. Do we see how like they fall? Like do they like melt into the lava or is it like one of those like man and then gets up and like walks away? No, he makes a real fucking meal of it. This is the drama department. Oh like, boy. Uh, and and crumbles down into the into the lava. His persona was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, uh, just for a for a moment, she gets really really upset that she threw them really badly, 
and she's she's about to beat herself up, but one of them falls over, and she's like, "Oh, oh, thank God. Okay, never mind. At least one." <laughs> I do have worth. Oh fuck! Oh, uh, thank God. I was worried there for a second. Uh, okay, Ooh. anyone else? Uh, have. Oh. Go ahead. So I don't have any marbles, but I do have those grappling hooks. And I'm going to try to take the giant bungee, hook them together end to end. So it's a bit of a longer rope. I'm going to make a bit of a square knot at the end so I can make a lasso. And I'm going to try and lasso one of these guys off their chair. Improvised weapon. Improvised weapon, which I'm always in favor of. Uh, so let's let's first do a one rules roll on the efficacy of the creation of the lasso. If you succeed at good lasso, it will give you another d6 to your actual action of trying to lasso. Okay, so I just roll. Yes, roll one d6. Right. Uh, this is rules, so you want to get uh, below your number. Oh, I got a four, and my number was three. Shit, lasso, dog. I'm sorry. Uh, it just you you can't even get it to like it just it just slips out of itself. It it does not it does not function. Is anyone here good at tying knots? I have an <laughs> idea, but I I haven't taken knots 101 yet. <laughs> Intro to knots. Intro to knots. Yeah, it's a Look, community stagecraft, joke. and then you learn those. Uh, <laughs> stagecraft. We're uh, re-enrolling for the next term. You know, if you survive the lava encounter. <laughs> I'll be sure to remember that. At which point, as he says that, Dylan just grabs one of the marbles she has and chucks it at him. Uh, excellent. So we'll, uh, uh, I guess we'll call that a, a feelings roll. Uh, so try and get above your number. 1d6. Oh, I got a one. But wait, I can get, I can, I can re-roll, right? That's right, with the blessing of the she shanty. She shanty. shanty. She shanty. I got a two this time. Huh. Hey. Okay, there we go. So you've activated the Greendale effect, I believe. I have activated the Greendale effect. So you can ask me one question, and I'll tell you no lies. Tell you no lies. Um, is a darkest timeline Dylan dead, or are we going to see her again? She's gone. She's been eliminated from the game. All right. They, you know, these darkest timeline folks, they're nasty, but they follow the rules. <laughs> All right. So I've chucked it at Professor Garrity's head uh, after he tried to pimp, not, uh, sorry, yes, no, yes. Plug? I, well, you know, it depends on your definition of pimp, uh, but if we're using it in the pejorative improv sense, yes, you, you, he has tried to pimp his own class uh, and uh, has uh, justifiably been struck uh in the head it makes no marble sense but it's left a cat's eye impression uh on <laughs> on his brow uh and professor garrity ooh, 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 falls tumbles backwards into the lava nice shot yeah what fools these mortals be and he's just like he dies it was the only Shakespeare he could think of. It just he, <laughs> he couldn't think of any of the good ones. Out damn spot. That didn't make any sense either. He just goes. Anyway. 
No, I'm just thinking of random Shakespeare things that don't make any sense that he could. That he could now is the winter of our discontent. <laughs> <laughs> Except that one kind of works. Kind of works. Yeah. Um, it, how many people are still left swirling around us? Nine uh, dramaturgs. Okay. Dramaturgs. Well, those okay. I, yeah, those bitches always trying oh, to God. get their facts straight. <sighs> so <laughs> annoying. No, I'm yep. kidding. We love all dramaturgs respect here. Respect to all dramaturgs. Res- Mad respect. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we have to take out nine more. Um, yes. All right. Or so, escape somehow, I guess. Wh- whose turn is it? it? There's no turn order. It's whoever wants to go. And we still have more. I only throw out one marble, so I still have like my little cache of marbles. If, mm-hmm. Like if we want to all just start like barraging them with them. Yeah. If anyone doesn't want to come up with like their own spin on it, you can all just start hucking marbles. People can do non-marble based offense. (laughs) Seth Seth rides up to Lars's uh, window. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lars, did your dad have any props? Like any prop weapons? Uh, we're at, we're out of luck on that one. See, I'm looking ah, up at him because rats. He's on a horse, and I'm he's on a car. horse. <laughs> but oh crap! So Seth is riding around in with his horse. I believe so. Okay, so Seth could grab one of Trisha's bungees. Yeah, clothesline. And yeah, clothesline a couple. Oh my bunches. god! Yes! Clothesline! Like just ride the horse around <laughs> while she's standing on the yeah. car and just take some of them out. Wow, that's a good idea. Wow. Uh, all right, are we gonna are we gonna do like yeah. a trip line? Yeah. Let's do the trip line. All right. So Seth, you grab one end and extend yeah. uh, yeah. a trip you a trip yeah. line, if you will. Uh, trip uh, I, uh, attempts to stay on the car. Yeah, I'm everyone gonna, should yeah, probably grab trip. Yeah, you me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, go ahead. And, uh, people touching me at once. <laughs> This is the college experience. Uh, (laughs) uh, The horse begins riding and the drama drama people are not dissuaded from doing their circular dance sort of pattern. Uh, So you will have a sort of clear line to try and knock them all over. Um, Let's see. Uh, So first, how the hell are we going to do this like collaborative offense? Um, So we never anticipated for teamwork. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so let's let's say the the act itself is automatically effective. However, each time you run over a drama person, Seth and Triff will each have to roll to maintain grasp of the bungee cord to see that it is not knocked from their grasp. Okay. Okay. That sounds fair. <laughs> All right, uh, so Seth rides forward. Triff is being uh, uh, grasped, uh, and you encounter the first uh, drama major who is sort of wielding uh, the the alas, poor Yorick skull as a weapon. As and uh, you are you are encountering him. Yeah, uh, you encounter uh, him first. Uh, both of you roll rules. <laughs> to maintain hold of the bungee cord. And a six. Uh, I have a uh, five. My number is four, so I'm over. 
Uh, so, well, uh, you both failed, I think. Uh, Wait, no, rules, right? Rules, rules you're go. trying to roll under your number. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, Triff, did you roll under? No, a six would not have been under your number, would it? <laughs> no. I'm rolling uh, two extremes today. Yeah, so you have knocked, uh, and, and you know, this dude tries and squeezes out, like, the speech as he falls. He's like, alas, poor Yurik, I hardly knew him, Horatio, uh, and, and tumbles down into the lava. But this uh, bungee tripwire has been whoop, 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 uh, flung from your grasp, and it, too, tumbles into the lava. Damn it. How close are they getting to the car? Uh, they, uh, are so far just holding this circular pattern. One of them is now sort of breaking out and making a go at, at coming to the vehicle. Okay. It's his, it's his scene. It's, it's, it's his soliloquy of attack. So, so, so Kevin, are they all just riding in a line? Yeah, they're all doing okay. just this like a one continuous... Line? Uh, circle. They're a little more spaced out than a conga line, okay. but they're essentially circling like vultures or can, those rollerblade guys in modern warfare. They're just kind of like going around. Can I command oh David to buck or, or to kick? Uh, yeah, you can certainly try to just get a fucking horse to hit these guys. Uh, roll. Uh, Does he have a command word like the donkey and Gus? The Disney's movie from the 80s? Yeah. Is it a Gus-type scenario? <laughs> uh, you know what, uh, Kevin? I'm going to leave that to you. Yeah, it's a Gus scenario. You okay. have a keyword that tells David have, DeColtney right, to kick. But uh, you will the have word to... is uh, fire. <laughs> fire. Uh, all right. So you, uh, you will have to roll a feelings roll because I would put animal husbandry under feelings <laughs> rather than rules. That's a one. Uh, fail again? Yeah, you failed. Uh, so you said fire uh, and David DeColtney hits nothing but air. But with a two leg back kick, David DeColtney has sort of lost... Uh, error and now uh, David DeColtney is sort of crumpled onto the ground not injured but like your horse is is now grounded as opposed uh. to being a tall tall horse um, and uh, you will you will have to take some time to recover uh, from that maneuver but right now uh, there is a, <laughs> a gentleman attempting to attack uh, the, the the car the uh, Volkswagen Sraco. Uh, so is it, what is this, this guy's coming at you? Uh, and <laughs> he's got uh, a play acting sword because it's his time. It's his time to go. Uh, as he comes, so it's very obvious he's coming towards the car. Yeah. I just freaking kick him. <laughs> kick him in the face. Straight <laughs> in the chest or the face. Like, you know, just right out of the lips. Kick All him with right. your face. All right. Super kick him as he comes close. All right. You're going to attempt a Shawn Michaels super kick as yeah. as little, this guy approaches. A little HBK with it, yeah. Yeah, a little HBK. All right. So uh, roll uh, feelings for an HBK. Okay. You know, he is just a sexy boy. That feels like feelings. Yeah. He's not your boy toy. This is any 80s wrestling oh, fans in the audience tonight. <laughs> I accidentally rolled it off of the chair the, or the table. So I'm going to do another one. You're good. Six. 
six. Uh, you, uh, there's, this game does not have a crit success, but we'll call that a crit success. Uh, you do a Shawn Michaels super kick, and this dude, it's like when fucking Scott Pilgrim knocks out like Matthew Patel and he's just like fully horizontal the for no reason the big words KO <laughs> pop up in behind this scene as Dylan this, wins yeah this this monologuer <laughs> falls back into the lava out gone seven remain all right i want to try I used my first bungee cord. I couldn't tie it. One of my bungee cords fell in the lava, but I do have a secondary bungee cord that I grabbed from Lars. Correct. All right, I'm going to try and use the little hook end to do the same thing I was last time without the lasso. I'm just going to let nature be nature and let the hook do its thing. Let the natural occurring bungee cord act as God intended. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Uh, great. So you do a sort of chain whip scorpion mortal combat like you <laughs> lash out with the bungee cord to grasp onto the drama student uh roll uh feelings for that quick maneuver oh that's cocked but hey that's a three it's a three, three is my number okay so you have activated the greendale effect and you can ask me any question uh oh. regarding uh the game or the okay. scenario uh, what have the doppelgangers been doing during this time? Have they slunk off, made a move? Are they kind of like sussing us out? Uh, so one is dead in lava. Two are watching you from the flagpole over there. And the other two, you've been hearing, it's been tough to hear over the din, but you've been hearing sort of general construction noises coming in the direction of the Greendale Thunderdome. Uh, you know, a sort of you know, cartoon construction noises. All right. Uh, I will let my friends know that I hear things in that general vicinity. I think they're building something. The we actual Thunderdome that we've been promised for how many years now? <laughs> <laughs> they're finally using our tuition money. Finally. Let's see. Yeah, the they cleared. <laughs> they filed for it in 2009, and the grant has only just cleared. Um, although, as previously established, these games take place in 2016. Uh, so you uh, have successfully lassoed uh, the drama club student, uh, and they are yoinked and pulled uh, from their precipice and uh, fall down uh, into the lava. Uh, awesome awesome Uh, do their chairs screw up anybody else who's riding their chairs around Mm. the debris Uh, now in the roadway Let's see. You know, is we're not supposed to roll for enemies, but I'm going to roll for an enemy real fast uh, using this darkest timeline die that I bought from Alex. Uh, and we're going to give that a roll. Uh, so that's a fail. So one uh, gent with this new rolly chair blockage uh, has ass over tea kettle sort of collided with it because they will not diverge from their from their circular <laughs> path uh and and this uh folk uh, tumbles again into the lava 
It's their stage direction. They can't. Yeah, they have to stick to the blocking. It's, I, they would be, Garrity, if he were alive, would be very disappointed in them if they broke from their blocking. How close what are they to my worked. car? Like, I'm in the driver's seat. Can I reach them if, like, I stuck out my arm? No, you couldn't just stick your hand out the window. You would have to say, uh, use a bungee cord, uh, fling a marble, you know, any of our brilliant tactics that we've used thus far. What Do if I snapped, have... I snapped off the uh, car, the radio antenna, and I wanted to whack someone? Uh, I mean, if that's what you want to do. Um, it never it, worked anyway. Okay. Yeah. Great. Who used, listens to the radio? It's yeah. 2016. How uh, heavy <laughs> is the uh, is the ornament on the end? How heavy is the little face, like the Jack in the Box? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was thinking, I was also picturing Jack in the Box guy at <laughs> <laughs> the end of it. Everyone has Jack in the Box antenna ornament. Yeah. 2016 uh yeah there it, it holds no uh combative power but there is a a jack-in-the-box guy on the end of your car antenna um you sort of you've been fiddling with it this whole time and you uh pull it out uh roll <laughs> uh feelings to attempt to whack a guy with your okay. car antenna uh I, my my number is two you want to so... get above that i got a two all right, so you got at that. Uh, that is the Greendale effect. You can ask me any question, uh, and your action does indeed succeed. Um, what question? Guys, we've got headsets on. Guys, I've got, I, I, what should I ask him? Um, is there something we want to, need to know? Hmm. Since we're not talking to a physical person. Guys... Just in general, is there anything you've you know has got you curious about why we're you know in this fate? If I've I always say, wondered how the doppelgangers got here. It's a great question, Seth. Oh, thanks, Lars. Is that is that your is that your yeah, question? Sure. Okay, great. Uh, so. Okay. You you did <laughs> to it uh, that they entered through some sort of portal device. You know not where, but they would have uh, crossed over into our timeline using their own darkest timeline future tech to to cross over here. Okay, we'll use uh, the uh, terrible season four finale as they sort of appear Terminator style, uh, and and then take it from there. Controversial, but um... sorry. Do we not like the end of season four? Uh, it's too long of a conversation to get into. There's parts of season four I like, but you know, none of none of these people are the season four Halloween episode. It's not relevant to this. Uh, it's unfortunately uh, a darkest timeline scenario. Um, so I succeed in whacking the guy. Yeah. So you whack this dude. You whack this fool real good. Uh, and uh, again, lava. He says to Shakespeare. They've all been saying Shakespeare. I haven't said it every time, but know okay. that they have. If we left? shadows have offended, speak of this and all is mended. <laughs> yeah, I'm running through it. You bite my tongue, your tongue, at, or you bite your you tongue. Bite I bite my thumb at me, sir. sir. <laughs> a plague on both your houses. Yeah, um, okay. your courage uh, to the sticking place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so how many are left? Romeo, uh, Romeo, where, 
No. <laughs> I mean, that's one. I haven't used that one. Uh, what light through yonder window breaks? Uh, so there's two left. Let's say two. There's two. I might right. have lost count. Let's say two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try and chuck a marble at him again. All right. Uh, roll feelings for marble. I'm going to feel this marble. Four. Is that, that's a success? That's a success. <laughs> okay, great. Sorry. All, there's a lot of numbers going on. Uh, great. So again, marble this fool and uh, tumble in they go. Uh, pretend he did Falstaff from Henry the Fourth. Just pretend <laughs> everyone in your mind's eye. Just your favorite Falstaff quote. He did that one. Um, just pull it out there. Yeah, just just again, theater of the mind is more effective than anything I can conjure. Lovecraft style horror. Uh, just uh, make that make that go. Uh, it's so actually I'm, just Orson Welles that falls into the lava. <laughs> A whole yeah. Orson Welles. Uh, oh, uh, Dylan, thank you for adding your number to your nameplate. That's very helpful, Ooh. actually. I appreciate that. Uh, great. Uh, so there is but one lowly quaking uh, drama student. He actually, you know, breaking from form. He halts the circle and he's sort of just like quaking there. Uh, can I scream at him in an attempt at a timid intimidation? Sure. Uh, what do you scream at him? I scream. You see the rest of their fates? Do you want some too? If not, get the f- out of here. Whoa. Um, all right. Uh, roll feelings. Two. Okay. Uh, so the Greendale effect has been activated. Uh, all right. This portal, do we have to close it? Uh... No, it's it's not a constant portal. It is rather a uh, a, uh, a conjured one when the need is struck. But yeah, you're you're good. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, anyway, you succeeded at this dude, and he's like, uh, yeah, okay, eggs and pursued by a bear, and he he. <laughs> Gates away uh, <laughs> off into the night, and the, the your darkest timeline doppelgangers at the flagpole just shake their shake their heads. They're disappoint. That's mom for mad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, can we we can see them up there yeah. at the flagpole. Yeah, they're just over there. Like that's who you sent the drama club. Get down here, you chickens, and face us yourselves. At least Shit. send the Glee Club next time. At yeah. least they sound good. Yeah. And uh, so you, the Hellsteed, <sighs> blows and a little fire shoots from its nostrils. And Seth's darkest timeline doppelganger starts clopping its way towards you slowly in a, in a slow trot towards your doom. Uh, Triff is sort of... Uh, being the darkest timeline triff is being pulled along in like a very gaudy like red wagon hooked up to the back of this car <laughs> a red just a radio yeah a radio, radio flyer, flyer. Radio radio flyer. flyer. <laughs> yeah radio flyer with chariot style tassels uh they're Can there they, be like silver little pinwheels yeah, little pinwheels. The They've switched out the red, the radio flyer wheels for bike wheels just so they can have a card in the spokes that makes a lot of noise as they go. Uh, there's a, it's a cacophony as it comes towards you. And the darkest timeline versions of yourselves uh, uh, 
stop uh, sort of facing Lars's car. Uh, and uh, DT Triff says, So you took out the drama club, did you? Oh, yeah. Do you see them here? Yeah, they're they're kind of gone. Oh, so that's what Triff sounds like. <laughs> I can't remember her voice. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, this is me. This is what I talk like now. <laughs> and Seth from atop the street goes, Yes! This is what she speaks like. Fear me. You apparently turn into Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of dressed like him too, with all the yeah. furs. Yeah. The furs and leathers and scales. Me want. <laughs> I have an idea. And I toss, I say, Seth, and I toss the um, the car antenna to him, and I say, "Joust." Uh, I catch the uh, car antenna, and I uh, uh, um, and I uh, whisper into uh, David's ear. All right, David, come on, come on, you can do it. You can get up. You dare joust me? Okay, to your doom you go. We're just doing every Frank Yoda? Oz. Yoda? Yeah, we're doing every Frank Oz uh, Muppet right now. Uh, and uh, so the Hellsteed squares up to you, Seth, uh, in a uh, typical Joust style. Uh, Does David and, get up? Uh, yes, David rises okay. uh, and and is and you trot to face uh, Darkest Timeline Seth and the Hellsteed. Um you wield a car antenna with a jack-in-the-box guy on the end. Darkest Timeline Seth pulls out his own silver car antenna with a flaming jack-in-the-box guy. <laughs> and he's got little frowny eyes. Yeah, he's got little frowny eyes and he's on fire. Uh, it's bad. Uh, and you square up. We got some fucking Knight's Tale cinematography. Close-ups Fuck on yeah. the end of each Fuck of yeah. the fucking jousts. And you're, you're squaring up. Uh, just like in a Knight's Tale, we will rock you. Starts playing. It's a. It doesn't matter. Uh, and you, uh, you've you've fully squared up with each other. Under my breath, I go, sticks and stones and other bones and so I'm singing a sea chanty for him. Yeah, Rum in honor. And, and away go, rather than bumba. Go. We will, we will <laughs> rock you. It's very easy to sync these things over, over yes. uh, Zoom. Over Zoom. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Seth, do you ride? Uh, Seth does ride. All right. And so Triff pulls out a flag. Darkest Timeline Triff uh, pulls out a very like gaudy flag with her face on it. It's hot fucking pink and she fucking waves it down uh and the joust begins as the hellsteed rides towards you like. <laughs> uh seth whispers Wait, under his uh his breath this is for you sweet fella 69 <laughs> and um and <laughs> and sends his um what that's the name of his neopet <laughs> oh. oh, okay. 
sends the uh, sends David charging. All right, and the the two steeds uh, uh, move towards each other. Seth, you have enough time to to ready your your blade, so you get an extra d six to this roll. Um, and you you steady you ride it will be a rules roll uh just uh because you are doing a sort of technical action here i feel okay uh and you're 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 rolling around you're moving towards it you do still have i believe the re-roll of uh of your sea shanty um if yes. i remember that correctly uh your sea shanty blessing and uh as your <laughs> your your steed moves up to its point roll 2d6 for this joust okay uh, that's and I wanted to roll under four, right? Uh, feelings you want to roll above, or no? It's rules actually. So yes, you want to roll under. I apologize. okay. That's two threes. So what's your number? Oh, uh, my number's four. So I got two unders. Oh, you with the strength of your jack-in-the-box guy, you watch as his little yellow hat collides with Darkest Timeline Seth, right in in the craven gap between his <laughs> animal pelt vest. Um, this, this strikes him square in his sternum, and he lurches back off the top as the Hellsteed rears and throws its master from atop, uh, and Darkest Timeline Seth sinks into the lava beneath. The horse stays. He's not playing. I, oh, I um I I I ride over to the uh the hellsteed and I you know gently pet its huge long head. <laughs> uh are you uh are you attempting to do anything or are you just giving him yes. a sh- uh, um, I reach into my pocket and pull out a sugar cube and I, uh, and I offer it to the horse. Uh, the the Hellsteed glances you over, smelling the, the somewhat familiar scent of its master upon you uh, and takes the sugar cube from your hand. Is there like a smell of caramel or like burnt sugar? Yeah, because it burns inside of it. So it's like uh, a caramel. real... Yeah, it smells like caramel. Sorry, uh, and it uh, and it fills the. That is the, what uh, I shall name you, Caramel. Caramel the Hell Horse. So has <laughs> he just has he just tamed this Hellsteed? Uh, yes, Seth has tamed the Hellsteed. So so it's now a party resource. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth uh, turns around and uh, just yells, "Hey, who wants to ride Caramel?" <laughs> All right. Uh... And uh, just like a horse that breathes fire. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna jump on that. And so, careful. All right. Uh, um, and Dylan mounts the hell steed. <laughs> um, is so Triff was like riding. Darkest timeline. Triff was riding via radio flyer behind this hell steed. Yeah. So yeah, now Darkest so, Timeline Triff is like uh, uh, abandoned in the middle of this parking lot uh, in a radio flyer. Yeah, stranded <laughs> in in the middle of the parking lot in a gaudy <laughs> radio flyer. It's like, okay, you beat up my boyfriend. Um, no hard feelings, right? I mean, it, what what are you going to do now? Why don't you just, just step out and just, you know, end it like... You're trapped here. Right. 
Wait, I... no! She might have useful information! I don't know. She made a pretty compelling case for lava seppuku. I could do it, I guess. An honorable suicide. That's for me. <laughs> no death with dishonor. No, no death with dishonor. That is the Bushido code. Uh, I guess anyone have any questions for Turkish Timeline Driss before she plunges into uh, like going... Ripley in Alien 3, like into the lava? <laughs> uh, I am going to try and be as intimidating as I can for little Triff, and I want to know what the others, the other two doppelgangers are planning over at the Thunderdome. Is like any kind of like ambush or like any kind of traps. What do they got going? And I'm going to uh, hook or like put the bungee cord, like hook it to the flyer, like ready to like pull it out from underneath her. Um, okay, first roll to hook. Uh, okay. So roll rules to hook. That is a six. Okay, so you have hooked uh, your your bungee cord onto um, lava boarding. No, wait, you got a six and your number's a three. You do not hook. No hook. No, um, hook. no I'm sorry. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so uh, hard to keep track when you guys just say numbers, uh, but it's okay. Uh, so yeah, you, you fail to hook, but you do attempt intimidation. So roll feelings for intimidation after your failed hook. That is a one. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> double fail. Does not go. I am rolling uh, extremes. <laughs> uh, if you would someone... reverse those rolls, that would have been fucking That would have been great. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to like step up. And, uh, 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 I... <laughs> can, can someone else do this, please? Oh. That was a pretty convincing act to kill myself, I guess. Here I go. Uh, <laughs> And and steps up onto the lip of the radio flyer, and and she extends her arms, um, and tilts off of the radio flyer and goes face first into the lava. And away she goes. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Bummer. Okay. What? Do you just want to take the? wagon and pile in some of the chairs and bring it along with us i can sit in the wagon yes little fire <laughs> wagon with those little pinwheels <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit in it like all hunched up like a kid being a neighborhood by their parents. parade float yes like the kid that has like the too much puffy coat and they're just kind of like flopping there <laughs> 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 uh beautiful so you've sort of y'all have hooked the radio flyer up i don't care how you did it you've hooked the radio flyer onto the back of the i the the volkswagen Sirocco, i assume uh and and now triff is sort of sitting in the in the loud radio flyer uh and the turned up radio flyer and now finally the parking lot is secure (laughs) now you've finally done it Guess it's to the Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you all, uh, the the uh, how what who is on what piece of transportation at this point? <laughs> I am on a fiery steed. <laughs> yes. Okay. Dylan, fiery steed. Seth, normal steed. 
uh, I too radi- am on a fiery steed, but it's tiny and metal. <laughs> <laughs> Trips tricked out radio flyer. Brooke, are you on your bike? Uh, Brooke is going to be in the car, but her bike is in the back seat. She just doesn't want someone to steal it and use it for them and not <laughs> have it destroyed. We also still have two bikes strapped yeah. to the back of this yes. uh, this car. This is true. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and and Lars is uh, driving the Sirocco. All right. So as a convoy, uh, Lars reverses and the wagon sort of moves like when you're backing out a trailer or like a U-Haul uh, and <laughs> winds back. Uh, and in a slow parking lot safe speed, all of you start making your way uh, as a convoy across uh, the parking lot. You get about halfway to the Thunderdome before you are rudely interrupted. You see first over a, a nearby clumping of trees, you see first the flapping of sails, which doesn't make much sense to you until a little tractor wheels out in front of you, the mighty SS Nose Candy, Greendale's boat that it uses for parking lot based sailing classes is wheeled out directly in your path, blocking all methods of transport to the Greendale Thunderdome. Uh, and uh, up, up on the bow of the SS Nose Candy strides a man you would know as Professor Slaughter, except his one half of his face has been turned into a Terminator type of a face. And he says, hello, I have been promoted from your Professor Slaughter. I am now Sergeant Slaughter, and you will not pass by my mighty ship. Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) Does this steed, does he breathe fire, or does he just, like, breathe smoke from the fire? Uh, He breathes a little fire. It is not dragon amounts of fire, uh, but there is some fire. I say uh, the name's a little on the nose, isn't it? Nose candy. Yes, nose. I get it. We bought it at auction, police auction. <laughs> um. Okay, so he's standing atop. Is there anybody else on the ship? No, it appears to just be the robotic Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, so we've got a trailer, or we've got a like. A car pulling a boat with a robotic sergeant slaughter on top of it. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. There is a guy driving the little truck <laughs> that pulls, okay. that pulls uh, uh, sergeant slaughter. But there appears to be no crew on his boat. Okay. Okay. Um, Brooke is kind of going to lean out the car so they can out the window so she can be heard. Did, did one of our darkest timeline... Are you from the darkest timeline or did one of our darkest timeline doppelgangers get you to do this? I see how it would be confusing. I am the Professor Slaughter from the dark timeline, now called Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, why are you doing this? Because... I am from the darkest timeline, and this was done unto us. Now it is our duty to do it unto you. I mean, does it have to be like right now? 
this was the, the most convenient time to do it. All of our schedules aligned. <laughs> you, you really know how rare that is sometimes. You just oh, like one person does. I can appreciate that. Tell this. me, I believe it. We filled oh, out one of those doodles. You know, those things that you send around <laughs> with available times and everyone checks off, and this was the first time we were all available. I hate those, those exist in the darkest timeline? Yes, you it is the only website. In, <laughs> it is the only site. It makes you log in every single time and make an account. You can't just answer it. Um, yes. Okay, so... Um, Dylan still has marbles because she only threw one. Checks out. So she's going to throw another one at Sergeant's, the metal Sergeant Slaughter. All right. Uh, roll feelings for this quick Dennis the Menace maneuver. Three. Uh, okay. Uh, so you uh, hit him and it on the the terminator side of him and it, it deads him and it kind of shorts out his his robotic terminator eye and he's like ah god do you know how expensive these are in the darkest time it's a lot it's very expensive move your boat before i have to injure the other one this boat will not move except on the tide of your corpses how will that work? Well, hmm, okay. If I, okay, let's say there were five of your corpses, right? And we sort of juiced them down and used that as a <laughs> lubricant to slide our, the SS nose candy out onto the great blue yonder. Sergeant! Wow. Yes? Soldier! Soldier! Will you, par will you parlay? It is the right of every seaman to parlay. This is your one gift of the sea. Shall, will you let us go for a shanty? Sing with Lars. A shanty. These are forgotten in our times. In South Australia, I was born, <laughs> heave away, all the way. South Australia, round Cape Horn, we're bound for South Australia. Roll two D6 feelings. Four and three. I'm supposed to get above, right? That's a double success on your sea shanty. Yes! Heave away, you rolling king. Heave away, all the way. Anyway, sorry. I got into it. It has been so long since my ears have heard a sea shanty. <laughs> and what was like motor oil leaking from his robotic <laughs> <replacement> <laughs> human ears? <laughs> Pure liquid human tears. And he says, my vessel is yours, and you may pass. Thank you for filling an old seaman's heart. Why are you laughing? That is not the mark of a seaman. Sorry. I thought it was beautiful. 
That was well. She sniffles. She grabs tissues and she's like in the glove compartment, just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're not tissues. not tissues. They're napkins. McDonald's napkins. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Seth, uh, oh, Seth dabs his tears with David's mane. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's beautiful. Dylan is judging you all. So now, added to your fleet of vehicles <laughs> is the SS <laughs> Nose Candy, a mighty vessel of the sea. What happened to the guy driving the tractor? Is he? He now seems in, fine with it. I was gonna say, is he now? Is he now like <laughs> under our um our our instruction? He answers to the captain of the boat, whoever that might be. Okay, uh, and. The this Thunderdome. I have a question. Yes. This Thunderdome. Is it like inside of Greendale? Like, or is it being a structure that is being built exterior, like somewhere there used to be the football field or something? Exactly. Where once the football field was, Thunder built coming late Thunderdome coming later. Uh it's it's uh on the edge of campus as campus football fields often are. Which means we'll have a lot of space for our vehicles because that good old football parking lot. It's big. It's a tailgating parking lot. I mean, can lay siege. (laughs) Um, Can Brooke go ahead and become the captain of the ship? Aye, aye, captain. uh, She's going to go full uh, Sid, specifically Final Fantasy VII, because that's my favorite look of his. So she's gonna have like the goggles. She has um there's there can we just say she finds candy cigarettes because she doesn't smoke. So she has candy cigarettes. <laughs> uh, she has yeah. a fucking Sanji cigarette <laughs> <laughs> yes. hanging out of hanging out of her mouth. Uh and it's it's for it's a candy cigarette, but it is crumpled like an anime cigarette. Like yes. <laughs> those weird crumples that, that those have. Uh and so yes, uh Captain Brooke now controls the SS nose candy, and the tractor uh guy will answer to your every uh beck and call. Perfect. She'll she'll kind of stand just very person. proudly. That's all she's doing. She's just standing very proudly. <laughs> I have another question. Does the tractor have like cruise control or anything um it's not set up for cruise control because it is not like highway ready but you could (laughs) you could work out a way to just make it go and like go in a straight line or send the tractor guy in a straight line he'll do it (laughs) what i'm thinking but okay 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 all right so I guess we continue onward, right? Uh, yes, through some maneuvering of the tractor guy, <laughs> the boat is now not only clear of your path, but has joined your 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 fleet of transportation. Uh, so now, again, for anyone keeping track at home, the SS Nose Candy, <laughs> a mighty boat with one brook and I guess one Sergeant Slaughter, because you didn't get rid of him. I guess he's just... Yeah. Uh, He's, he's on our chilling. side now. Yeah, he's on your side. You've converted him with the power of sea shanties. Uh, Lars <laughs> is driving a Volkswagen Sirocco, which is towing a tricked-out radio flyer that Triff is riding in. There is one <laughs> Hellsteed, as written by Dylan, and one regular horse, <laughs> as written by Dylan. <laughs> uh, and that is, that is the makeup of the party at this point. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the the Greendale Thunderdome lies before you in standard Greendale fashion. The grant has been approved, but the Thunderdome has has not been built. It is in fact a football <laughs> field in a sunken plot of land. Um, <laughs> uh, a cursory glance reveals that the uh, the darkest timeline versions of all of you were building a sort of ninja warrior course for you to traverse because they did not expect you to come with a full fucking sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, all of you approach the lip of the Thunderdome and uh, the next action is indeed up to you. Lars and Brooke, let's build your darkest timeline versions because those are who await us in the Greendale Thunderdome. Um, I think uh, darkest timeline Brooke looks kind of messy. Um, okay. Uh, she does have her hair tied back in like a ponytail, but like, you know, everything is like coming out and just like, she like her makeup, like half done and kind of, but like the half done, like she wore makeup yesterday and didn't take it off <laughs> and then put more makeup on top. The lazy smoky eye. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Um, and like her lipstick is kind of smudged and yeah, like. Her clothes are big and kind of hanging off of hers. She does not look put together at all. Wow. Lars? Lars, the accountant. <laughs> wow. Is wearing a, a suit that clearly was made um, at the uh, uh, men's warehouse. I'm throwing some more shade. Uh, oh, it's too, too big for him, but he, he thinks he looks good. Um, type A personality and uh, clearly uh, thinks he's in charge, but more likely he's not. I was hoping for like Michael Douglas Wall Street 80s businessman, Lars. That's what I was. That's what I was hoping for. Is it it a weed guy? It's Coke guy. Yeah. (laughs) We've just escalated slightly. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly switched. The gateway drug opened the gateway. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and now they, the uh, Lars and the real girl, Lar- Darkest Timeline Lars and Darkest Timeline Brooke look up at you from the middle of their American Ninja Warrior course and say, we did not expect you to make it this far. They say it at the same time, apparently. We did not expect <laughs> you to make it this far, but you will make it no further. Really? Because we have like a boat and a hell steed and a really cool radio flyer. Like it's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And a car and then a regular horse. That is immaterial. <laughs> you will pass not through our American Ninja Warrior course. That's all we have to do is just beat your course. And us at the end of the course, like the levels of Super Mario 64, where you battle through all that stuff and then fight Bowser. Pretty tough, right? I mean, we did, uh, Seth jousted a guy off of a horse with a radio, like an antenna. So I think we're, we're in pretty good shape. Yes, but to beat us is to collect every star in Mario 64, even the annoying ones. <laughs> Wait, just... you guys don't collect all the stars when you play Mario 64? 
Who, what human is capable of such feats? None that I have encountered. I just saw Brooke do it last week. Oh, I thought you had to play. I think that's the first test of your thing. We get all the stars, right? Hold on. Let me see your cartridge. Let me check the validity of this statement. Do you have, do you have your Mario? Do you have your Mario 64 cartridge? Seth, don't you know a guy? Uh, oh, well, to, a guy to get specifically Brooks. <laughs> Seth actually no, knows my no brother. Lars, I don't know a guy who will do that. <laughs> Uh, no, Seth can totally know my brother who's at home right now with Mario 64 cartridge. Hey, DM, while they're doing this, um, can you describe just how well put together this Thunderdome thing is? Like, are we talking pretty well put together or like completely hodgepodge? Okay, the Greendale Thunderdome is non-existent uh but the grant has been approved it will be you know they're gonna they're gonna break okay. ground any day any day any day, any day now we're just waiting to cut the ribbon the american ninja warrior course is i mean it's not on par with the incredible professionals that you would see on american ninja warrior but it's it's pretty well done they've been planning for this they've been training they have blueprints that you can see uh they've they you know they hired like a uh, uh, well, they didn't hire a crew. It's just the two of them, but they're doing a great job. All right. Can I activate my new girl power? Forgettable face. And while everyone's discussing and yelling about the uh, the Super Mario 64 cartridge, can I sneak into the support beams underneath the Thunderdome course? And I'm going to try and get close to the darkest timeline, uh, the darkest timeline kiddos. Uh, so you, yes, you grab, uh, you, you automatically activate your new girl power. Uh, so everyone has forgotten your face. Like you, you've essentially become blank to them and you've <laughs> taken uh, Lars's family's favorite ore and sort of rode your radio flyer <laughs> over to the bleachers uh, and and sort of you're you're now underneath the bleachers sort of sneakily rowing towards them yes <laughs> uh, great so that is that is in process that is an action that is still happening uh, Seth are you indeed going to call Brooke's brother to bring the Mario 64 cartridge? Sure. It's up to you. You do not have to. I I, I, I honestly do not feel like Seth would... I'm sorry. I do not feel like Seth would have that information. That's okay. You're playing your character. So, so you do not, in fact, know Nook's brother. Brooks could give you her brother's number, but you don't have it. Uh, and so, and at that point, why wouldn't Brooke just call her own brother? Uh, so at this, okay, so it sounds like your Nintendo, your Mario 64 cartridge is at home. Yeah, While this exactly. whole argument is going on, um, Dylan just starts doing like her weird dancing on top of the steed, um, which activates her fixer power. Um, that makes yes. the group happy for the duration. Uh, Yes, you, uh, so you are doing your, 
uh, incredible dance. Uh, did you choose another great 90s hit to, to oh, dance to this time? Which one did I do last time? I don't even know. You did Rockefeller Skank by Oh, that's Fat right. Boy okay, it was Rockefeller Skank last time. Um, so this time, the song that just like pops into her head while they're doing all of this arguing is actually, um, because there's a boat right here, Aaliyah's Rock the Boat. Rock the boat, rock the boat, the boat, change positions, new position, new position. Rock. And so she's on top of the steed. It just popped into her head while they were sitting there having this <laughs> argument. And she's just like. And the Darkest Timeline has now been completely distracted from their previous Mario 64 centric conversation. They're like, the. The Herald is doing her dance. <laughs> this. <laughs> what. The. We have not seen the expression of joy like this in our timeline in, in, in so, so long. I, how can I care about whether or not someone is a true nerd for getting all 150 stars at Mario 64 <laughs> when this dancing is going on? The first test is over. Be gone with the first test. <laughs> the first test was became the stars. In Super Mario 64, yes. <laughs> um all right well what's next the big ninja warrior course you must get from outside the course to in here with us um how deep is how deep is this uh it is a a, a gentle slope uh, that will drop you about 20 feet to get on the football fields level, which is where, of course, uh, the they've sort of uh, assembled the Ninja Warrior course starting at, at half field and uh, and sort of branched out uh, about 20 yards in any direction. Okay. So, like, it's a gentle slope. It's a real gentle slope. That They're telling us that the next thing is to come and meet them on the course. Yeah, you have to get to the center stage where the two of them reside. Can I just ride the horse down right in front of them? Uh, the, the, you could get the horse down to the start of the course. Uh, you would have to find some way to break through the course or uh, hope that the Hellsteed can jump such a distance to, to completely circumnavigate the Ninja Warrior course. Okay. Look, the other option is me suggesting that Brooke just have the dude ram the boat right into the middle of this. That, 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 that's actually what I was thinking, too. Is that what you were thinking, too? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Captain Brooke? Yeah. Um, she is going to look at um, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh-huh. And she's just going to get kind of emotional. She's going to be like, in battle. She's like getting teary eyed. <laughs> Sometimes one must sacrifice themselves in order to win the war. Sergeant Slaughter, are you with me right now? I'm with you, Captain, to the end of the seas. She salutes, she salutes back. 
and she will go ahead. She's, she's not like a real great singer, but she's not bad. She's like not terrible, but she will start singing a sea shanty. At least won't. Brooke will. <laughs> I will save you all from that. Uh, and she will order the uh, tractor driver to just go ahead and go to Ram right in the middle of the Ninja Warrior. Do we all get on the boat first? You can. I think we should all get on the boat and then ram and jump off the boat from the boat, right? Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. To the boat! All right. Uh, do those of you on horse abandon your steeds or do you somehow figure out how to get your horse on the boat? <laughs> we get the horse to uh. jump up onto the... <laughs> onto <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can we get the horses to jump onto the platform? Uh, like the American Ninja Warrior platform? Yeah. Uh, you would have to clear out the course that oh, extends okay. out in every direction. Okay, then never mind. Get the horse on the boat. <laughs> Get the horse on the boat. Uh, all right. Through what some, else are you going to do? Through some horse-based chicanery, the horses are now loaded on the horses the clip through the boat on Yeah, you do a Skyrim like horse clip and you get the fucking uh horses up onto the boat. Uh and uh the sh- the sea shanty begins. What do you do with the captain's daughter? What do you do with the captain? Wait, no, that's not how it goes. What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? And the ship begins, it pushes off and and now glides heavily, like pulls and pushes down the slope again, steam and steam and steam. And uh, as uh, the boat goes faster and faster and faster and the wind whips at the sails and all of your hair and the sea shanty picks up early in the morning and smashes right into the course and fucking bric-a-brac and monkey bars and all sorts of bullshit go hither and yon off into the side uh, as your boat has cut its nose up to the American Ninja Warrior platform. Okay. So you pass the second test. <laughs> now, What's next? Obviously, you must fight us. Whoever is not in the lava at the end of all this wins. Uh, I have, I, I don't know how many marbles I had. I don't know. I don't know how many were in a bag. Some. But I grab another marble. Cool. And just throw it at, uh, uh, let's throw it at, let's throw it at accountant Lars. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, feelings at Lars. Four. Is that a success? That is a success. Okay, great. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, so you knock him right in his, right in the, in the template. Ah! And so he's sort of effectively as prone as this game gets you. Like he's completely vulnerable to someone's next uh, attack. With that being said, can I pop out of my hiding place and like attempt to grab him and pull him off the platform? Uh, yes. <laughs> Roll. Uh... Sorry, Siffy's making biscuits on my legs. <laughs> That's okay. And she's, she's keep trying to jump up on my tower, and every time she's done that, she's tur- hit the button to turn off my tower. <laughs> so I, I, have, I have 
to watch ah. her. Well, because she loves, she likes my chair and she likes to sit in it. But to get up to my chair, she has to get on it. And it's like, boom, yeah. right at the top of it where she likes to land. So there's like a 50-50 shot of her shutting my whole system down. So that's, we probably want to avoid that at I mean, this point. Uh, I need to roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rules. That is a four. Okay. Um, uh, so, ooh, that's a fail. Uh, it's so... always the opposite of what I need. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of, you make a little, like, reach, like, and you just can't get a good enough hold on, on Darkest Timeline Lars's boots uh, to, to pull him down off of, off of the platform. Ugh. But they are currently still very much distracted, right? Uh, yeah, Lars is hurt, and, and Brooke is like, are you okay? Are you okay? That looked like it hurt right there, huh? In the temple. That's a bad one. <laughs> can, can you blink for me? <laughs> can you blink? Do you still, how many of me do you see? Besides two. So you should only see two of us. Two Brooks. <laughs> uh, and Darkest Time on Brooke is pissed now. Because you you've attacked uh, her 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 best mate, uh, and and now darkest timeline Brooke uh, is going to turn on all of you, and like you see now tear streaks running down through all of the cloudy makeup, <laughs> uh, and uh, she is going to attempt to attack Dylan, who has gone uh, after her 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 special man, uh, Dylan. Uh, roll to dodge. Okay, that'd be one feelings. Oh, one. Ooh, uh, darkest timeline. Brooke has effectively like tackled you down, uh, and well, you are okay. So if I oh, sorry, I have a random question. My yeah, fixer making everybody happy. Does that would that have affected well, the thing at all? You have learned one bit of expertise to Matt. The the group being happy is flavor text what you've done is you've learned one special skill which was your special dance um you could in theory have another special skill because you're bringing this character back uh but that what you did was distract people with your beautiful dance like you did last time there we go Um, sorry 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 yeah that's okay so darkest timeline brook um you are still atop the hell steed and and darkest timeline brook has effectively like run leapt and like knocked you off the horse in in like a big tackle uh and you are now on the deck of the ss nose candy uh and brooke is just gonna start like wailing on you all right all right all right okay um uh man i should have had brass knuckles added to this outfit um i <laughs> All right, so uh, I am going to attempt to, as she is wailing on me, um, uh, get her in a triangle hold. Okay. So that way, like, so I like try and wrap my legs up around her neck and just start yanking my body down to push her head and neck up. Okay, so this is some fucking like Charlotte Flair leg combat Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, would you say that Dylan is knowledgeable about wrestling to pull yes. off such a uh, yeah. okay so that is two d6 rules okay so you want to roll under yeah or on oh nope two fails i got two fives 
Okay. Uh, the the triangle hold is is ineffective. Uh, you you get your kind of legs up there, but you're just being like, ra- it's just it's too violent of an assault to like pull off such a a complex but effective maneuver. And you're just you're completely knocked. And now darkest timeline Brooke has sort of like grasped your neck and now is like moving you over the edge of the nose candy, preparing to like drop you into the lava below. Is the life rat, is the like life preserver anywhere near where she like hanging anywhere on the side where I near where I am uh, like where she's trying to throw me over. In uh, in uh, what I'm going to say is standard nautical style, there's sort of a, a series of them strung along the side of the boat. Okay. So I'm going to grab onto one of those. Okay, so you kind of reach blindly down and attempt to, like, grab the, the rope, basically, yeah, or the yeah, yeah. or a guy. The, um, the, the, uh, the, the round part of it. Like the gotcha. Round. Okay. Uh, roll one feelings for a kind of just blind grab. Yeah, two. Whew. A two. All right. So the Greendale effect, and you've grasped onto one of the life preservers. All right. Um, trying to think of a, like a Greendale effect question right now. I don't think I have one. Okay, so you can bang. How it. do we defeat them? We're gonna bang. <laughs> Knock them into <laughs> the lava. All right. So okay. So I have grabbed it. Um, yes. Can I? So I've reached behind me. So in theory, is my head over the over the the railing, or is it still like, am I still on this side of the railing? On the you of the railing? are over the edge. So if all right, let's say nose candy's here. This is like you. Mm-hmm. The, your my fingies are your head dangling over the side, and there's okay. still a lot of your body uh, okay. still on the deck. Okay, and I ha- now have one hand reached right. down and grabbed. Okay. Yeah. So like um, your shoulders are over the edge of the boat. Okay. Um, can I, uh, my shoulders are, over, sorry, I'm trying to figure out the best okay. logistical plan here. So my shoulders are over the edge of the boat, but I have an arm kind of reached down and looped into it. Um, can I attempt to, uh, again, put my legs around her head because it's what's there. Uh, and try and slam her head into the boat railing. Yeah, go for it. Roll okay. uh, uh, feelings this time. Okay. Two. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah, you getting the rolls. <laughs> you've got like thighs at neck, calves above her head, and just sort of pull, gong. <laughs> And and clearly, like, knock Darkest Timeline Brooke. Uh, or she's dizzy. Like, this is like a concussion level. Like, boom. Uh, and uh, now uh, Brooke's hold on you has sort of, like, lessened as their, their world has been rocked. All right. Um, so I am going to... Would I be able to maneuver myself back up and over so that way I am standing as opposed to halfway off of the... The thing. Yes, they've they've lessened your hold. You could like slide back back over. Okay, so I get back over. Um, I'm gonna grab her head and slam it into it one more time. Slam oh. it into there one. All right. Uh, do it this time. Rules. Okay. We're gonna fail. And Brooke is just standing there, just like, does Dylan actually hate me? <laughs> Six. <laughs> Big fail. 
big uh no no good there uh so uh actually since brooke is like concussed i'll let i'll let you add another i'll let you roll one more on that okay Let's on see. a beleaguered foe beleaguered nope five didn't help at all didn't help Did- one little bit didn't help so you uh what you've essentially accomplished is like a pat on the back <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's okay bud i know i hit your head real hard uh so uh all that is happening and just so anyone's clear anyone else could on the boat could chime into this fight at any point i appreciate you letting like dylan have <laughs> action. any of you could intervene seth sees how the that uh, things are not going well and so he sighs pulls out his iphone 12 and um and Hits a number on speed dial. <laughs> okay. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Uh, hey, Noah. Hey, Noah. I need two of your most vicious birds. Can you get them? Uh, get me your you finest can? geese. <laughs> get yes. me your most vicious swans. <laughs> and send them to my. Can you send them to my location? Aye. They'll be there momentarily. Thank you, Noah. All right. Did you say Noah or Nala? Noah. Oh, okay. Well, they're Australian. Uh, and uh, <laughs> anyway. and uh, you you hear the the distant flap on the dawn, the terror that flaps in the night as these the the beating of the set of two beautiful white swan's wings. For anyone unclear, that was uh, Justin Stoner uh, ability uh, to to conjure these these geese. Uh, but the 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 big beautiful, I mean, white picturesque bastard swans are now flying <laughs> through the air um, and uh, have sort of perched on uh, David Du Coltney's head. Uh, I gesture with my joint and say, uh, "Attack!" And gesture towards uh, dark timeline, Brooke and Lars. Uh, roll feelings for, again, animal husbandry. <laughs> All right, so I want to roll over four, correct? Yes. Anyone who's seen Leonard Part 8? Ooh. you ever seen that Leonard Part 8, that movie? No. no. Well, it's no. kind of not cool because it's a Bill Cosby movie, but... Oh, okay. I, I, I know of it. Well, yeah. I've uh, only seen Part 6. I rolled a one. <laughs> So that <laughs> is like the one thing that you shouldn't have rolled because the swans have turned on you. As, As swans you, are asked to do. You, jo- you gestured via joint for them to attack and both the swans turn around and you suddenly get this like dark impression that these are darkest timeline swans oh, no. that like they have they each have like one artful scar over <laughs> one eye they their 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 wings have been damaged and singed and they sort of seth lunge at you oh Double- too much neck yeah, a lot of neck coming at you, dog. Uh, and the the two necked bastards knock you from atop David Ducoltney, and they are pecking you on the deck of the SS Nose Candy. <laughs> yes, my swans will do perfectly. 
Can I attempt again while he's distracted by his geese to try and grab him by his ill-fitting suit and pull back? Yes. All right. Please be good, please be good, please be good. A three! (laughs) (laughs) After all this time. After all this time, a good roll. You stand up from your bitchin' radio flyer and grab onto the back of this ill-fitting pinstripe suit. Yank! And and Dirk's timeline Lars sort of like his feet out from under him, face plants onto the stage of uh, the <laughs> the American Ninja Warrior stage, uh, and he tumbles down into the lava. Darkest timeline Lars eliminated. Is it a trying ah. elbow up the rest of the platform? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you 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 elbow your way up. You you sort of shimmy, shake your way up there, uh, and now you are you are a top. You are the American Ninja Warrior. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> you hit the button and it <laughs> and it goes. Any Trifini, the American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Wait, is that is that Triff? Did she leave? Oh, <laughs> I didn't um, even see her leave. <laughs> Can Brooke go up to other Brooke? And um, I don't know if this works for my um, uh, overachiever thing. It says I have a feasible plan B that no one knows about. Uh, Can Brooke try to make friends with Darkest Timeline Brooke? Is that a plan B? So... Unbeknownst to the rest of the party, you have been every night before going to bed, you have been looking into your vanity mirror and saying, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. And you've been doing this every single night and will continue to do this long after this adventure is over in assurance of the future timeline. Because when you place your hand on darkest timeline, Brooke, Darkest Timeline Brooke looks at you and all the pain, all the the bad makeup sort of melts away and they see through clear eyes and not running mascara how much you love you. And, and Brooke relents from their crusade. I, things had gotten so dark and I had lost my way. I, I see now what I was doing was wrong. That okay, trying, okay. trying to make your timeline as dark as mine in some, in some fit of revenge. Was... But, but now you can, you can stay here and be happy. You don't have to go back. What am I supposed to do? Enroll in classes? Yes! Yeah, of course! We can, oh my god, we can take classes together. We can study together. I've always wanted a sister. I just have my stupid brother. I'd like that very much. Yes, you come home with me, okay? Okay. Just okay. hug, crying. Can we 
Can we start a new save file on Mario 64? Yes, 100%. 100%. Oh, okay. Can save I have my file. own save file? I have the save yeah. file. Yes. <laughs> I never had my own Mario 64 <laughs> file before. Oh my god. You can ha- you can save over mine. I don't care. Thank you. So Seth is being attacked by two swans. <laughs> <laughs> I run at the swans and take a diving run at them and to, to save my stoner friend from the swans. All right. Uh, roll 1d6 feelings. Oops. Three. Success. One of the swans, you fucking just like Roethlisberger linebacker fucking ugh, and you you in a humanitarian act- way. Like, you know. You lovingly tackle swans. Yeah, you lovingly tackle them. You you hold them and, and protect them like <laughs> like you would as you as you fall. And now yeah. you sort of have grasped the the nasty swan. Uh, one of the you, two swan. nasty swans. In, I love you, Swan. Uh, <laughs> uh, roll sucks. feelings for animal husbandry with the dark timeline swan. Five, baby. Wow. The swan feels your gentle, loving touch. <laughs> <laughs> the sort of the fumes coming off of your drug rug. <laughs> sort of, you get it. The, the swan gets a contact calming uh, effect. And, and the, the CBD oil seep into it. <laughs> seep into the drug rug, and it's now, it's now in the swan, and the swan is very calm yeah. and, and feels soothed and nurtured by you. So only one attacking swan remains. Um, okay, so for a moment, while, like, Brooke and Brooke are having this whole thing, Dylan, in, like, the back of her head isn't trusting it, and is like, should I just throw this bitch over while she's not paying attention? But she doesn't, because they hug, and, you know, she can always throw her over later if she needs to, or try to. Uh, (laughs) so, while they're hugging, she, because, like, she was just standing in the middle of this awkward self-love fest, so she Um... And so while that's happening, she goes and like, uh, are like the sails unfurled and in a reachable spot? Okay. Yes, you could you could hoist the mainsail if you uh, if so, you so desire. Well, I just need to like have some ability for uh to take out a pocket knife um, that I'm gonna say was there all along. Sure, check that. Um, and cut off a big section of fabric and. Ask my hell steed to breathe fire. And be like, come here, hell steed, breathe fire. <laughs> so that way it catches the fabric on fire and I'm just going to start flinging it at the other evil swan. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you, you wave your flaming rag. <gasps> Uh, in the direction of the of the of the swan. Uh, and it, it's like <laughs> and it terrified uh, flitters off into the into the night. And so then I just throw that over into the parking lot so that way it can finish burning out on its own. Great. Uh, and so at the departure of that second swan, Darkest Timeline Brook takes out her wrist thingy and uh, hits a few buttons and the the lava protocol surrounding all of you fades away from the genesis of the American Ninja Warrior stage where Tiff has triumphantly hit the big red button. The the lava 
gradually fades away in every distinct direction. Uh, and around you, you see people sort of coming to after their little lava uh, trance, after they fell down beneath the level of the lava. You see Ian Duncan walking around sort of like in a stupor. Uh, and Greendale has returned to its equivalent version of normal uh the the school will soon get word of each of your actions triff becoming the triumphant american ninja warrior something that no one expected from her um <laughs> <laughs> They will see uh, shaky cell phone footage of Seth's mighty joust with the Hell Steed. They will see uh, Dylan's uh, triumphant riding of the Hell Steed and 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 her grappling with this cyborg version of Brooke. Uh, they will they will hear about Lars's uh, Hell Goose that he keeps on campus. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you can pet the Hell Goose. You can pet the Hell Goose if you so choose. It's sort of a therapy Hell Goose that he takes to. Class <laughs> with him uh, uh brooke and the darkest timeline version of herself went home that night and played super mario 64 she and brooke both started attending classes together giving seminars on getting to know yourself and getting to truly learn to love yourself uh and the ludwig Gorenson score picks up and we are done Uh, so uh, thank you for everyone that uh, has watched this on YouTube thank you for everyone listening to this in podcast form later and thank you to my five uh, wonderful players of this session uh, now is the time any and all y'all uh, plug yourself social media anything that you want the people to know about going in order of entrance again sure we can start with the least then <gasps> you can actually hear me now um, you, can, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook as Princess Bilbo. That's princess, like, you know, I'm a princess of a kingdom and Bilbo, like Bilbo Baggins, because I'm a hobbit. You just are a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, I just am a hobbit. Precious. I like it. Beautiful. Uh, Alex. Hey guys, Lars Dunleavy here. Uh, <laughs> you can check me out on Six Seasons and a Podcast. Uh, exciting news that after somewhat of a hiatus, I am coming back strong with about uh, 10 to 12 episodes, including folks like Emily Cutler, writer from the show, um, Vicky, who uh, Danielle, who played Vicky. Um, uh, lots of other people from the show and it's uh, very exciting to uh yeah and maybe uh you'll see uh or hear mr kevin lanigan on one of those or two of those because we're talking to officer kakowski craig kakowski himself so anyway yeah that's that's me fantastic julie all right uh i am julian clayton again uh part of welcome to greendale podcast uh you can Go to welcometogreendale.com to find links to our social media, our all that sort of stuff, including we got merch. I wore some today. Uh, we have some nice, neat merch that you can now buy. Um, shameless plug. Uh, and then you can follow you me personally it. on Instagram and Twitter at Holy City Fangirl. 
Yeah, do it. If if it's good enough for like wrestlers to wear their own shirts when they well, come out to the yeah, ring, then it's good enough for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. That's exactly. Uh, Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at Squidical Inking, and you can catch me on a whole bunch of different podcasts. I'm in the Welcome to Greendale feed with Kevin on Movies for Babies. Advanced Community Studies, the other one. But yes. Advanced, oh, sorry. Advanced <laughs> no, you're studies. good. I'm sorry. There's a lot sorry. of us. It's okay. There's so many. <laughs> yes. Advanced Community Studies on Movies for Babies. You can also catch me on the Puffin Publishing Podcast, Jive Action Nerds, and the date and the only dating game podcast, Okay Stupid. That's right, and you can hear me on that one uh, coming up here here shortly uh, for fucking wild ass episode. Uh, and Tori, okay, um, hi, I'm Tori. Uh, you can find me. I am a, a freelance illustrator. I do a lot of cartoons, comics, and just general arts. You can find me at my Twitter at. O-Gale-Fox, O-G-A-E-L-F-O-X, and over on Instagram at Galegrams. So if you like things like Critical Role or video games or like, let's watch One Piece, a lot of different interests, so I won't bore you with all those details. So um, yeah, if you'd like art, give me a follow. Uh, fantastic. And thank everyone uh, again for coming out to the second session of uh, this silly community uh, role play show that I'm doing, you know, occasionally. Uh, I do not know when the next session will be at this point, uh, but I do know the subject of that session will be that we will attempt to find and capture and bring to justice the ass crack bandit. Uh, but until that time, pop pop. Uh, listen to advanced community studies uh, and don't be a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least you can do. It's the least you can do. Just Fair don't minimum. be that. Yeah. Just That'd don't 